Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode number six in the book of Hebrews. Be with me as the big series of the podcast. I'm going to title today, Suffer Right, Because It Makes Us Family. So Jesus participates in humanity in the hardest parts of humanity, suffering and death. And he does it in a substitutional way. So yesterday we talked about that death that is justly deserved by me is now tasted and swallowed for me if I receive him. And that's how we get to the, oh, death, where is your sting? Where is your victory? Um, Where death is going to be conquered by Jesus. All right, so let me carry the thought a little bit further today. This is from Hebrews chapter 2. I'm going to start in verse 9. But we see him for a little while, was made lower than the angels, namely Jesus, crowned with glory and honor because of the suffering of death, so that by the grace of God he might taste death for everyone. For it was fitting that he, for whom and by whom all things exist, in bringing many sons to glory, should make the founder of their salvation perfect through suffering. It means complete. For he who sanctifies and those who are sanctified all have one source. That is why he is not ashamed to call them brothers, saying, I will tell of your name to my brothers in the midst of the congregation. I will sing your praise. That's from Psalm 22. And again, I will put my trust in him. That's from Psalm 18. And behold, I and the children God has given me. That's from Isaiah uh, chapter 8. All right, so there's no plan B. There's no hope of getting, uh, uh, there's no other hope that we have other than Jesus paying our penalty. Uh, and, and yes, it's it's unpalatable. So the unjust, sacrificial, and generous gift of Jesus to me and you is a reason to specifically crown him and elevate him in, in glory. His death and his suffering is the ultimate act of grace for us all. So, it's the thing that makes Jesus's life, you know, the most amazing, the most complete, the most whole, the most perfect in this way. So the question that the author is getting at is, how do I get into God's family? How do I get to be brothers with Jesus? What do we hold in similarity with Jesus that makes us family? Now, Sure, that we are born into human flesh, and we are made in his image, and that makes us the family uh, of God in some ways. Uh, And this was endorsed by Jesus as he took on flesh as well. But there's this one door that we have to go through, the one thing we have to agree to, that we have to assent to. It's the you know, it's and that is that Jesus died for our sins, not somebody else's. So a penalty had to be paid for sins, um, and not somebody else's sins, my sins. And the penalty was that Jesus had to taste death for each of us. And in that sense, Jesus was made perfect or completed the suffering. It doesn't mean that Jesus was imperfect in any way or in, at any point. That's heresy to, to even suggest it. It brings his saving works to an end. It completes this perfect cycle. It accomplishes the impossible and brings it to full measure. That's what we mean by that. Okay, well, Jesus calls us in this passage, that is why... He is not ashamed to call him brother. So what is it that makes us brothers in the sense with Jesus? Well, we're created in his image, so we share humanity, and that kind of makes us brothers. But then we share suffering. 
you know, being a human is no picnic. So sharing suffering just in a general way makes us brother. He shares in our in our death and tastes death, death for us. But the point that I think that he wants to get to here is by quoting Psalm 22. Now, you remember Psalm 22. It's the psalm that Jesus tried to quote in, in his entirety on the cross. It's the one that starts, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Well, he was in air hunger at the time and couldn't finish the psalm, but it was a it was a a reference that we're supposed to read Psalm 22. And when you do, you find out that it is Jesus talking about being crucified and the, the mental process and the spiritual process that's going on of what's happening as he is suffering uh, ultimately. So you, you go back and forth in the psalm as you as you read it, where, you, where he describes what it's like to be uh, crucified. All who, all who see, him, see me mock me. They make their mouths at me. They wag their head. Uh, I am a worm, not a man. So there's some descriptions of the physical suffering, but what's really important in the psalm, in my humble opinion, is how he is entrusting himself to the the Father. And the psalm ends with that, with the, uh, in verse 31, that he has done it. In other words, it's, in the Aramaic it is, it is finished. So he kind of summarizes crucifixion by referencing, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? He gets us into Psalm 22. In Psalm 22, one of the things is, I will tell your name to my brothers in the midst of the congregation, I will praise you. So the way, one of the ways that we share in, in Christ's uh, uh, family in, in, in being brothers with him is the way that we suffer. So how we suffer, it's the embracing and the intimacy with the Father and trusting in our relationship with the Father during the extremis of, in his case, crucifixion, uh, in our case, in, in, in the sufferings that we do in life. It's the entrusting and exampling of this unity of the Father and the Son on the cross. So he's showing us how to suffer. How do we face the, the challenges um, of life? For him, he's trusting in the Father on the cross and having unity with the Lord and relying on that. And this makes us similar. This makes us, if we suffer like Jesus, this makes us uh, you know, similarly a, a family like that. So the existence of suffering kind of makes us brothers. The existence of shared humanity kind of makes us brothers. But it's this entrusting and enduring in the way that we suffer in a holy way that really makes us brothers. It's this resembling of Jesus' suffering that makes us brothers. It's this imitation of Jesus' suffering that makes us brother. It's this entrusting during suffering that makes us brothers. So let's suffer right. Let's respond right. Entrusting is the number one character at least for today, love would be another one, but let's not get into that, that makes us Christian, that marks us family. So let's suffer right. It's the thing that makes us family. Thanks for listening.